0: Uh-huh. Welcome to the most forward-thinking inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to re-evaluate everything you've been taught. They can tell us we're crazy, and we can say, well, you haven't seen anything yet. It's on the Mastery Alliance podcast. I'm sitting here, and I can hear my chair move. And it, it it entertains me to no end. I bought this chair a long time ago, and I never put much thought into it. But Over the past little while, I've been editing um, some of the podcasts. Obviously, I, you just do this stuff. You've been doing some sound stuff, doing some recording, doing some voice work. And I hear, occasionally I hear the chair in the background. And I think to myself, well, well, that's unprofessional. Of course, there's sound editing stuff that you can get this shit out with. But I thought it's funny how things in, in life, this was just a parlay, hey, a segue, if you will, how things in life just kind of, I don't know, go by the wayside or or I want to say get forgotten or are just simply accepted because they are the way they are. I bought this chair as a... A temporary chair. Uh, I don't even know what I was doing. It was just like that chair's there. I need a chair right away. It was only eighty bucks. We were, we were at IKEA. It's an office chair. It worked out perfect. It's great. It's a chair. Sitting it, no problem. And then, sort of, everything else kind of kept coming along, getting in the way, and I wouldn't say getting in the way, but just life. Life just kept happening. Right. You don't think too much about your chair. And then I looked at my chair, and I heard my chair in the in the recordings, and I thought about my chair I now, actively. Have to think about the thing that I've been looking at blindly for the past, what, three years? I think I bought this chair three years ago. It's a great chair. Best 80 bucks I ever spent. If we're giving reviews on chairs, what a chair. You could sit in it. You could stand up. You could swivel. You could lean back. It did it all. How wonderful. But now it's making noises. And of course, over COVID, we all ate a lot of food and we all put on some weight. I'm surprised that this chair has lasted as long as it did without raising attention to itself with the noises and the creaks and the this and the that. This isn't really about the chair, but I'll finish the story of the chair. <laughs> so now the chair is at the forefront of my attention. And as they say, the squeaky wheel gets the cheese. So now we have to do something about the chair. Not a big deal. You go on the old Amazons and you punch in a few clickety clacks. The next thing you know, there's a chair at your door. Cool. And that right there is an entertaining microcosm of life. It was never a problem until it became a problem. Once it became a problem, you solve the problem. But up until then, you worry about the problem or you think about the problem or you notice things or the problem that you need to solve becomes a nuisance because it needs your attention. And in life... Every single thing that pisses us off needs our attention. And all the things that are going great in our lives, we don't really pay attention to because for three years, this chair was going great in my life. I liked it. Hell, I still like it. I'll be remiss to throw it away. But you can tell this is one of those chairs that you caught it now. You paid attention to it now. If you don't throw it away, at some point, somebody's going to sit on it Snap it in half, then they're going to fall over, maybe knock over a lit candle and burn your entire house down. Could be an exaggeration, but is it really worth the risk? There's a reason I'm saying everything that I'm saying here. (laughs) In life, we notice things, things that need our attention when we have to act on them. We also notice things that we don't like. I don't like this about myself. I don't like that about you. I don't like this about my situation. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that. And then we compound that into our lives. My life is falling apart because of this, because of that. My life is this. My life is that. And a lot of us don't have the ability to really, truly appreciate what we do have. And a lot of us have this predestined desire to focus on the negatives. And it's not that we're actively doing it or that we want to do it. It's that our brains... Trail out there. The question is why? Why is it so common that every single person is upset with certain aspects of this, that, or the other thing? Why is it so common that every single person falls into the negatives in their own mind, from their own experience? It doesn't matter who you are, what you have, where you're going, what you're doing in life, what aspects you hold on to, what things you hold dear, this, that. If you're a church goer, if you're rich, if you're that, if you're none of this stuff matters. To the person without any money, they constantly worry about not having any money. To the person who's absolutely loaded, they constantly worry about where their money's going, what taxes are being paid, who's coming to take it from me. Right? To the people that don't give a shit about money, They're constantly worried about other things. To the people that are trying to get a house, they don't have this. To the people that are trying to overcome an obstacle, this is what they focus on. This is what they worry. So every single person everywhere has something in their life that gives them an opportunity to either feel insecure about or upset about or anything like this. And we do it. So we live our lives in a state of... um, I don't want to say fear. I think we live our lives in a state of, of frustrated discontent. <laughs> That's a pretty good way to put that. So if we go with frustrated discontent, because I'm a big fan of that now, we realize that all of the things that have us frustrated and or discontent are our life's mission because all of the things that are beautiful that we don't focus on but that we've acquired that we've accrued that we've added and dismissed just like when you go shopping you're like oh i've got all this this and this what else is there anyone that's got a true shopping fetish you know like you get all these things and you know add to cart you know all this sort of stuff You're just like does it make you feel any better no because the minute you get it you want something else this is what i'm talking about So the minute you solve one of your problems, it's no longer something you focus on. Therefore, you don't see it. Therefore, your mind naturally goes towards something else to focus on, which is kind of cool. Because even though it's hopping from things to suck, to suck, to suck, apparently to some people in their minds, what you're doing is giving yourself a blueprint for success. You're creating a pattern and a pathway inside your mind that's going to help you achieve the things that you need to achieve to become the person you need to become. And in doing so, you'll be overcoming every single thing that you don't like. And of course, once you've done that, there will be a ton of new things that you don't like, which will be, again, your new path, your new pattern, your new process. It's an awareness of this, an awareness of what we've accomplished and what we've done that will allow us to believe in ourselves moving forward. Because there are a lot of people that are completely oblivious to absolutely everything that they've achieved in their lives simply because whatever's coming next hasn't been achieved and it's making them uncomfortable. Meanwhile, the stuff that you literally achieved this morning got done, got taken care of, got understood. This podcast, just before I started this thing, it gave me it gave me a, a pain in the ass because it's like the software that I use, and I use Audacity. It's a very it's free source software to do my audio recording, my my wonderful voice comes across Audacity. Uh, when it's just me. Uh, there are other programs that I use. Uh, Riverside FM for one. Feel free to head over. We do have a link there. You guys do get a bonus if you sign up through us. <laughs> Pat, Pat. The program says, hey, nothing much has changed, but we're going this, that, and the other thing, and here's an update, and you can have the newest version, blah, blah, blah. Just download it. Click this button here to download. So I'm like, all right, well, it looks like there's only like a three or four things that it's updated, so I'll give it a shot. And then I, I download it. Click it, set it, open it up, and the interface looks entirely different. Like, why would you go and change that? It's so perfect the way it was. But the where I'm coming from was the system. To anyone that's using this new, it's actually more streamlined. It took me like 10 seconds to figure out what it was, but for those 10 seconds, I was frustrated because it's new and it's different. And it doesn't work the way I want it to work, the way it used to work 20 seconds ago. And your first reaction is to just reset it. No, go back to the old way. Or take a minute, understand it, learn it, tuck it under your belt and make this the new way. Even though you're uncomfortable and you don't like it. Not you, me. I was the one that was doing it. (laughs) But it took 10 seconds to get used to it. And even though that feeling of uncomfortableness is now over with because I handled it, our lives typically go from that to the next thing to which people will say, my whole life is uncomfortable. My whole life is a series of events that I don't like. And it's this that I keep hearing over and over again. It's this that we as a collective need to understand that all of the things that you don't like, are exactly the reason we came here. Some say the soul contract. All of the things that cause us pain in any way, shape, or form are literally causing our growth. If you want to get bigger muscles, you go to the gym, you work out. Your muscles are sore. They because You've caused pain. The muscles, because the muscles are tearing. And then scar tissue is healing over, and they're getting bigger visually. Visibly. Visually. Visibly. It's all the same thing. Every single time you do something or you're faced with something that hurts that you have to fix, it's the same thing. So you're out there physically doing the the healing. If you're uncomfortable, if it hurts, if you don't like it and you go towards it and you fix it, it is then fixed. You're bigger, better, and stronger for having done it. Which means that the next thing that you do will be a grander challenge. There are things that you can do right now Think about this. Just to be super simple about it, there are things that you can do right now that would blow the minds of a (laughs) five-year-old. But you were once that five-year-old who couldn't even fathom whatever it was that you were doing. And on the flip side, there are some stuff that five-year-olds can show you that would be like, wow, in my life I never would have understood that, but there it is. So again, we have this beautiful situation where in all of the things that we're doing in every aspect of everything, we've got this ability to grow consistently. And the minute you take away your desire to like be upset or to be hurt or to be frustrated or like just sad or whatever it is about the amount of things that you have to overcome. And remember too that there are people out there that don't really have to overcome anything. These people are just super happy, and it's kind of cool to witness that. They just like they just doing their stuff. They're whatever. They've got a job, they've got a rent, they've got their car. Everything's paid off. They're earning X amount of dollars. They're saving X amount of dollars. They're not they're not paying attention to anything other than the stuff that entertains them. They have a very big smile on their face. at The beginning of the end of the day. There's food in the fridge. They get up. They walk their dog. They pet their friends. I don't know. And then they repeat. And people that are listening to this show right now, I don't think that's any of you. None of you do any of that. You guys, myself included, we're stuck asking all kinds of questions. We're stuck questioning everything, getting upset at everything. Everything, right? There's this, there's this. Part of us that constantly is looking for something or, or spotting something or is seeing something in the news feeds that's so-and-so, this, that, and the other thing, like, come on. I mean, prime example of this is September 24th. Because you and I are so pre-programmed to constantly be looking for something or looking for an angle or whatever it is, on, Like, once you understand, too, that that's your programming, you you can break free from that, too. So your programming is to break free from your programming, which is ironically your programming and breaking free is part of your program. <laughs> Whoops. So once you understand that, that that part of the journey is just literally another layer of the same, very, very same thing that you were breaking free from. And maybe I've lost a few people on this. I started with a chair. Now I'm talking about the matrix. It's all the same thing. Once you've, once you catch that pattern, you're like, fuck. Even the quote unquote truth community, there are people in that community that never really um got too far beyond certain things. We find ourselves getting locked into rabbit holes, getting tricked into things, um, as we are quote unquote free thinkers and as we are moving into this genre, this idea that that there's more, you know, we find all the things that were like angering us before, um, they've kind of changed, but the new things are angering us like why aren't the people waking up? Why aren't this? Why aren't that? I mean, that's a small example. Every single thing that, that you do in your day-to-day that could quote-unquote help somebody else wake up is not even for them. It's for you to say the thing that you need to say to catch the attention of the person that you need to catch so that they themselves can you know, have their experience, but, but, but for you to comprehend you and what you're going through even better. So even when we think we're doing it for them, we're doing it for us. We need them to see things our way. We need them to understand that they are living in a fantasy world. But here's the real rub. We also are living in a fantasy world. It's just a different one. And that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Like when you catch on to that, when you wake up past waking up, <laughs> if that like, makes sense, happiness does return. I mean, you see so much. You 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 comprehend so much. And it stems from being aware of the things that we didn't like. It was the growth. I've said this a thousand times, with regards to the whole celebrity thing. If the celebrities were just eating green jelly beans, none of us would paid would have paid attention to what Tom Hanks was up to. Also, it's been a while since I've mentioned Tom Hanks on the show. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is the truth. So in the ultimate pains, there are things that we become aware of. And when you become a passionate, quote unquote, truther, I keep saying quote unquote, because I fucking hate the term truther. You're not a truther. You're not, you're not walking out of a dead asleep colony and joining another group of people who are all working towards a unified goal. You are having a very unique experience and on that experience, you're meeting people along the way. But the whole purpose of the experience that you're having is for you yourself to become the version of you that you need to become. And once you've become that version of you, the reason you became that version of you was so you could become the next version of you. Right? There's a path that we're on. And to me, it's 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 fascinating to get to the next level. The next level beyond the truth movement. And this is where I get in trouble. Because <laughs> there's a lot of mainstream people that hate me because of the way I think. And now there's a lot of truthers that have questioned me, (laughs) called me a shill, been rude, been mean. Because I'm challenging them to even break free from their patterns. And my life has never been about any one thing. I'm not here to prove anything. I'm not here to say, hey, I was wrong. I wasn't wrong. I was introduced to new layers. And it took the old layer to get me to the next layer. And through the truth movement, I came to a lot of conclusions. I saw a lot of things. But you see a lot of the same people. right? The same people with the same energy that are like, when you say to somebody like, hey, have you looked into this? And then they say to you, no, you're a fucking idiot. right? And you're like, oh, well, all right then. And that's a truther talking to a normie, quote unquote. But when a truther talks to another truther about something that one of the truthers doesn't agree with, that same thing, no, you're a shill idiot. You clearly work for the other guy. You're a bad guy. But you got to be careful about that too. But you understand, therein lies the same thing. Therein lies the pain. When you run across these people, when you see this stuff, it's this. It's this arrogance, this ignorance, this thing that causes you pain. That allows you to grow from it. There's a book way back in the day. Um, the obstacle is the way Ryan holiday, I think wrote it. I could be wrong. Um, I'm not pulling anything up. Um, and I remember reading it back when I was very much a third dimensional entity and it was fascinating. He's saying how all the things that are, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is the whole journey. This is why you're doing it, which is essentially what I'm kind of talking about here, but he's talking about earning, you know, your stripes, your position, making money. And once you get past that, once you get past money, like, man, once you get past money for for how they've delivered it, there's just so much more that comes after that. So when he's talking about the obstacles, the way I'm saying the same thing, but in a spiritual entertaining kind of way, I'm saying that the pain and suffering that you go through is the, is, is the reason we're here healing and growth and power, empowerment, self-love self-care, self, everything comes from being disgusted with yourself comes from Doing the thing for so long that you can no longer do it comes from living in pain to the point where you can't do it anymore and you change, you alter, you grow. And there was a point in time where I would have said, I'm not going to say that because somebody will pop up and say, well, what about the person that can't do this? If you're having an experience and there's somebody in your life that can't do something, you're experiencing them for the, the sole purpose of contrast. Their soul contract is different than your soul contract. They came here to learn their lessons. They're in the process of learning their lessons. And you're in the process by saying, well, what about these people? You're in the process of dismissing your lessons, of passing the blame. And here's the thing. You can say those things every now and again. But there comes a point in time, and this is the only way for you to grow, where you say to yourself, okay, well, now I have to be completely accountable for myself, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. No matter what anybody else around me is doing, experiencing, saying, thinking, feeling, no matter what anybody else has, I can take and pick and choose, and I can compare myself via contrast to all of them. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to dismiss your point by saying somebody so-and-so can't do this because of so-and-so and so-and-so and -and and -and so-and-so. If anyone's listening to me right now, you know that no matter what position you're in, you sit in that position right now. If you're listening to this podcast, you are sitting somewhere or standing in a position to make yourself a better person, to understand yourself, to push yourself to be the version of you that you know you need to be. You're not accidentally listening to me. You didn't accidentally come across this. You were This was predestined. You're going to come in here and you're going to take from this what you need to take. You're going to listen to all of the episodes or you're going to listen to 10 of the episodes or you're going to listen to one of the episodes and you're going to move on you're going to come back or it's going to be in your ethos if you need it to be. The show will continue. But where you are in your journey and how you choose to interact with the show is entirely up to you. The iterations of the show have changed drastically since I first started. Who I am, where I am has changed. So I, it's not like you could expect your audience to follow you 100% of the way. Now, I know some of you have and I love you guys to pieces. But this journey is about you and it's about the pain that you're suffering and going through because we don't remember the joy we do. If we think back to it, we do. But what runs our life is the pain because we need to overcome it. And the more you overcome, the less things are painful. The more you become aware of the more you become preventative as well. So stupid things that we keep doing to ourselves end up going away because we caught on to those patterns. And this is the this is the great the greatest joy in life. There's nothing that you can't overcome. As a matter of fact, every single thing that you've manifested right now was was a joy. So how do we go through life? Cuz it sounds to me like I'm saying to you that everything is painful and you're just going to have to suck it up. But that's not the case. This is how we flick this around. Flitch, switch flickity flickety flappity in one foul swoop instead of being upset with or aggravated by the things that upset us or aggravate us, look forward to them as challenges. Look forward to them as the thing that you overcome. And then realize once you start taking mental note of your patterns, that you yourself were destined and designed To overcome the things that you've overcome. And when you look back on your life and you actually take stock of what you've overcome, what you've accomplished, what you've done, you start to believe in yourself just a little bit. And then you start acting towards your future with self-belief. And that's really cool because that's when big changes start taking place. And that's when you really truly see manifestation. And here's the funny thing. We don't see manifestation when we're sort of sitting around and we're hating everything and we're upset with stuff and we're challenged and triumphed and all that sort of shit. We don't see manifestation then until we realize that we were manifesting this garbage so that we could overcome this garbage and aspire for more things. I'm not talking about more money, more bigger this, bigger that, because all of that shit's third dimensional. Yes, you need it because it's part of the game. But it does not have to be a major focal point. You don't have to put up with people's bullshit. You don't have to take disrespect. You don't have to do anything. You have to live a life that's causing you enough pain to make you move into the life that you want. And that's what's really cool. That's where your manifestation is resting. If you haven't started creating properly and working from abundance over scarcity. Two huge things. Now, ladies and gentlemen... If you head over to the website, there are a few new posts that we've put up in the special offers uh, area, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we are updating the page. Some people are coming, some people are going. Uh, it's a lot of fun over there. So if you haven't checked us out, it's the Alliance.com. Check us out too on Instagram, which I believe last time somebody added me uh, and showed me, they're like, that thing is gone. That thing that says, "Do Are you sure you want to follow this account? They've been known to share false information. <laughs> That's gone. So I have a feeling that our shadow ban. I'm. I mean, I'm also looking at the numbers too. I'm pretty sure we're about seventy five percent back to where we should be. Uh, so head over there if you haven't checked us out on Instagram, It's uh, instagramcom forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. There's a lot of self promoting that I can do that I might want to start doing that I can you know share with you guys. Uh, we are we are going to start in with uh, group coaching pretty soon. That's over on our our, uh, our bonuses page. If you guys are into group coaching, um. We are going to be running a class. It will be me uh, teaching it, not any of the other coaches. And it's not like I'm teaching anything. It's just basically going to be some one-on-one time, and we're going to work on some stuff with you. So if you guys head over there and you sign up, um, if you do it right away, then you're going to be like the first people in there. So your group coaching will just be me and you, and then whoever comes in and joins in the class. But for the first little while, you're getting a massive discount on some one-on-one, unless like four or five of you sign up all at the same time. Um, or 10 or 20 of you. That'd be great too. Actually, the classes will only be, uh, six people. So that's a thing. And that's once a week. Um, yeah, I don't have too much else to say on that topic. Uh, but if you do want some coaching, if you do want to, to work with me or anything like that, you can also reach out, shoot us an email info at the mental mastery Alliance.com. Um, we will get back to you and talk to you sort of about kind of what we offer, how we offer it, how it all goes down, uh, If you've had any questions or concerns about coaching uh, in any way, shape or form, if you've got any desire to sort of step your game up on a a personal level, um, we're here to help. So, ladies and gentlemen, after all that's wonderfully said and done, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.